0: Dan Out here for Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, we're taking a look uh, on our website as well as our podcast on what the backcourt situation currently looks like at the point guard position for Gonzaga. Some transition, good. A uh, little bit of question marks are still hanging out um, as far as if they're going to do any more additions to the roster in regards to uh, those positions. But, We'll start right off the top. Nolan Hickman started every game a season ago at the point guard position, uh, except for senior night. So I got to throw that out there. Uh, but I thought he showed great uh, improvement from freshman to sophomore year as a freshman only averaged about five points a game. Um, but that was due in part to the fact that Andrew Nemar really n- never came off the floor um in in important moments two seasons ago so there was the growth curve of then now being the relied upon ball handler decision maker um for Gonzaga a season ago in which I thought Nolan Hickman really improved throughout the course of the year he had some turnover problems early Those were corrected um, due to a lot of practice time, film work, um, just maturation as a player, really. But uh, at the end of the year, his assisted turnover ratio was close to two and a half to one, uh, which anytime you're over two is good. You start creeping up into two and a half uh, or higher. That is very good. So, you know, I think there are things that obviously he is going to address. He's going to work on. He's going to improve upon um, to be ready for next year because there is a challenger for many minutes, But I wouldn't look at it as a challenger. I think it's going to be a uh, complimentary um, partnership with him and Ryan Nemhart coming in. But staying with uh, Nolan Hickman as a sophomore, averaged about a little over seven and a half points per game. Field goal percentage overall dipped uh, from his freshman year. But that's sometimes to be expected when uh, there are more attempts. Um, You know, you get a different kind of shot. When you you were a twelve to fifteen minute a game guy, uh, going against second unit type backcourt players versus when you are uh, the starting point guard um, going up against that level, so uh, there was an adjustment in regards to to that for him. But you know he did shoot uh, over thirty five percent from the field, knocked down over a three a game. I think that will improve uh, leading into this next year because when I've seen him shoot, his mechanics are solid, his footwork, his base um and his decision making of when to shoot uh is solid so it's just a matter of repping it out and understanding um open shot take him not move it on but uh, i think his handle uh has gotten better i think his creativity his willingness um to to create for himself will get better but his willingness to create for others uh is definitely there um you know i think when you look at it he started as a sophomore. I see no reason he's not going to start this next upcoming year alongside Ryan Nemhart because Gonzaga's best teams have traditionally had two ball handler decision makers on the floor at all times. Now, you can call him a point guard, you can call him a two guard, whatever you want. Um, but really, the best teams that Coach Few has always had uh, have been multiple ball handler decision makers, and so that's why I think Hickman is going to start alongside Ryan Nemhart next year. So, Nemhart big time addition, very exciting addition for, for Gonzaga, you know, it'd be interesting as, you know, more comes out and, and he gets, you know, t- to, to be involved in, in the Spokane and Gonzaga community a little bit with his story is, did Gonzaga recruit him coming out of high school because his brother was there or did they uh, overlook him or was it just not something that was of interest to both sides at the time? That'll be curious to, to find out, but obviously he made the decision and he said a lot of it had to do with, you know, just how well um, his brother's career flourished in Spokane at Gonzaga, but Nemhart. Two years at Creighton as a freshman, averaged over 11 a game and nearly four and a half assists per game as a sophomore on a really good team, um, 23rd ranked offense in the country. Creighton finished the season in the top 15, I believe, in in all polls. Um, you know, as a sophomore, he he averaged over 12 points, four rebounds, nearly five assists per game. His his Field goal overall, field goal percentage uh, is a little higher than Hickman's, but their three point percentage is, is right at the same. I mean, he's at 36% from the three, 53 made threes on the season. So, you know, he averages about a three, uh, one and uh, a half threes made per game. So, uh, neither one of those guys are, you know, a true knockdown, dead eye shooter, but I think they both have the ability uh, to get hot and, and make multiple threes in a game. But, you know, where I like, Nembhard is in pick and rolls, and I like him in uh, pushing the pace. I think that's something that when you have two ball handlers, um, you, you can you can keep the pressure on the defense, on the opponent by, you know, one guy doesn't have all the responsibilities to get them playing at pace, get them getting up and down the floor quickly. It's essentially quickest outlet to either one and go. You're not in that outlet position. You get out and go, uh, and you can become interchangeable. But I I think these two will really work well together. Now the question becomes, you know, who becomes that third ball handler decision maker? Um, You know, Rajir Bolton was that at times a season ago. Malachi Smith was that at times a season ago. Obviously, Rajir Bolton, uh, his eligibility is up. He won't be back. Uh, But Malachi Smith, even though he's in the NBA draft, as of now, he does have the ability to come back for one more year of college um, due to that COVID year. So uh, he averaged almost nine points a game over 50% from the field did shoot 50% from the three, uh, while making a little over one per game, but he's more of a catch and shoot guy as opposed to a ball handler facilitator, just with the way he plays can't really break the defense down, did get better in pick and rolls. I thought as the course of the season went on, but, but more of your, you know, find an open space shooter type guy. Um, But you would, you're waiting as a fan to see, does he come back or is Gonzaga waiting um, in the portal with a possibility of a player or maybe two, one of them being a guard, if Smith doesn't come back because Harris uh, Dom Harris also, you know, had left in the transfer portal, as did Hunter Salas. So there could be potentially one or two guards uh, more arriving in the transfer portal. The one name that, um, you know, had some interest, uh, the point guard, Taryn Armstrong, I believe it was Cal Baptist, having, or UC San Diego, one of those two schools. Um, uh, there's there's some interest, interesting parts about his game because he passes it so well. Um, not a great shooter, but we'll see um, You know, if there is still interest in both directions. I haven't seen uh, a decision from him in regards to where he's going. But a couple, couple things to keep in mind as offseason keeps getting further from the end of the season. The deadlines for Malachi Smith to return um, and then movement in the transfer portal, anybody deciding – to come to Gonzaga, those are a couple of things to keep in mind. But all in all, I think the backcourt is in in good hands, in good position with Hickman and Nemhart, who I both feel will be starting next year uh, together in the backcourt. So, for Gonzaga Nation, SI, appreciate you listening.